Welcome to C3 Church Tagra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Phil Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. I need to hit the road running and give some context to what sort of day we're having and what sort of opportunity we have. Um, and I'm excited. That was great worship, was it not? Was it not? Guys, that was awesome. Man, the Lord is absolutely blessed with that. Pray for the team. Put your hands towards them. Lord, we bless them. We anoint them. Thank you that they serve the house every day, every week, every Sunday they're up there. Lord, worshiping, doing what they do best. Thank you for Tom and the sound of the drums. Lord, I pray the sound of those drums in the new decade, 2020, would resound through hearts, through communities, even through the churches and the region, and even the nation and nations, as He makes a joyful noise to the Lord, this house will be a house of renown. As it begins to make a noise through this great new season that they say that we're in, this Hebraic calendar says it's it was just turned over in the new year in September 5780, and they're saying it's the decade 8-0. The 80s, I'm talking about Hebraic calendar, means pay, P-E-Y. Pay means mouth, means proclamation, declaration. Guys, we're going public. You're going public in Jesus' name. Now, if you're being a closet Christian, you know, it's safe and living your PC life. What's PC? Politically correct life. Not saying anything adverse or disruptive to people. Uh, Guys, man, just imagine Christ going to the cross. Look at the cross. Look at the cross. Great sacrifice paid so that you can go public amongst family and friends in the house of God, in your community, your workplace, in the marketplace. Just lift up holy hands right now. Lord, Lord, the prophetic is saying 5780 is a new decade of the mouth proclaiming. I proclaim from my heart, you are Lord, that you are God, that you are the Lord God Almighty. Five is, what's five stand for? Grace. What's seven stand for? Completion or perfection. What's eight stand for? Eight is new beginnings. Guys, they're saying it's the convergence of two calendars. Help me with, I was never really good at maths. Just help me with this. What's five Set what's five plus seven plus eight plus naught? I'll say it again. Some I can see people's cogs are moving. Five plus seven plus eight plus naught. Can you just say 2020? It's a convergence of two calendars the Gregorian calendar, which we which we honor, 
in our life here, the Gregorian calendar and the Hebraic calendar represent, it's the convergence of two calendars representing something significant. We're standing at the precipice, at the edge. I, I, just, had, I just had a flashback to when I was a kid. We used to dare each other to jump off cliffs and, you know, out of trees into rivers and water. And uh, I just remember like, uh, I feel like, I feel like now we're at the edge of a new season of a new era for your life. Do you want me to help you give you faith to go into a new season? Or are you happy with the season you're in? Or are you happy with that era that you just are coming out of? I've got a great message for you. Faith comes by hearing, by hearing the Word of God. It's for you. I'm going to hit the road running. Catch it while you can. Can you give me 20 minutes? 15 minutes, Julie's saying. But you know that's going to end up as 20. Uh, But I'll do it as quick as I can. I'm going to give you faith for you to realize that you're standing at the end of the decade of 2019. All the teens, all the teens, all the teenage years, you're coming into your 20s, you're coming into a new decade, and that represents something significant for you to prophetically get excited about. Are you up for that? Are you up for that? Who's ready to leave some stuff in the past and walk into a bright new day? Come on, guys, I'm going to help you. Let's just lift up holy hands to the Lord. Lord, we thank you. You have done great things. You have done great things for us. And we thank you, Lord. We stand on the precipice of a new day, of a new season, of a new dispensation of grace, favoring us, blessing us, anointing us. And we say amen to that. And the saints say Give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. God bless you. It's the New Year Dreams and Vision Service. And um, yeah, this is, we got so many people away. Can I just pray for them? Lord, we got miles of people away. Thank God for the visitors this morning. And they're down south. We've got the Flaxmans down south. We've got people out north. Uh, the people that were out west are here today. God bless you. The Bromfields are here. They're usually out at Mudgee or Wagga or Orange, or Timbuktu. I don't know where they are anymore. He just works in mines deep down in the ground. And give it up for Matt Bromfield. Yeah, breaking out this year into a new job and uh, breaking out of the NRMA office, uh, breaking out of that and into a new day of uh, mixing it up. God bless this guy here. He's from Indonesia. Is that right? Or where are you from? Philippines or? What's his name? from Australia, mate. Jim Boy. JB. God bless you, buddy. Welcome to the house of God. Thank you so much. Wow. You just made yourself at home, man. It's the first time here. Have you ever been here before? I love your style. You're just kicking back in the presence of the Lord. You're not playing games with the Lord. You're not sitting up dutifully with the Lord. And, and uh, but, but that's good, man. You, you're going to be able to do good things for God because you've got a, just a relaxed spirit about you. You're going to be able to, you're going to, do you believe in the laying on of hands? Do you know Jesus laid hands on people? Has he had much church experience? No, 
I've just... You've never been baptized. Well, that's the problem. You can go in a pool. We, we set a pool right up here. You're actually in the pool, our baptismal pool, when we set it up. Who hasn't been baptized? Who hasn't been baptized? Put your hand up. If you're born again, haven't been baptized. You're supposed to get baptized straight up. Sorry if you haven't been baptized. You're getting baptized. Maybe before the end of the day. I don't know. I had an Aboriginal man bail me up in the revival days and he was all upset about me uh, he, through the church through the school hall in Cutler Drive I'm preaching boom these double doors go open and this menacing man uh, tries to reach me and stops short and turns around and the whole church is going oh my god what is happening so I go out and meet him and uh, I said, what's the matter? He was upset that his family were coming to church. He's upset that his family were now coming to church. And uh, he wanted to see me. And, uh, you know, and, 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 but he, I said, well, what's the matter with you? He said, I don't know what's the matter with me, but I was going to come and give you, you know, a bunch of fives, you know, the fivefold ministry we call it. And he said, something apprehended me and I, I couldn't reach you. What? was that power that I'm going to come back next week and I'm going to bring my Bible I'm going to bring my Bible to make sure that what you're saying is true well he did, he came the next week but I didn't know it at the end of the service he had actually brought his towel and then he bailed me up again, he said now you're going to baptize me well, hang on, I've got some small kids, Jilly and Andrew are down here, Jamie, Jamie Lee's in the house, she, she is, all my three little kids are down here, and, 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 and in my little Tarago, I had to go say, Jules, we're not going home for lunch, actually, we're going to Tuim Bay, and, and, and this man, who's very uh, definite about the fact, uh, he, he's very, very assertive, in fact, that he wants to be baptized now. So... In the Trago we go, like we had some bananas, we're feeding the kids bananas and, and, and lunch as we're going. We get to the Tuimbe car park and I'm just about to give him some discourse about the baptism, what it actually means. I'm going to give him, say, five minutes at least. But no, he takes off, he ditches his towel and he begins to run. I'm going, whoa, hang on, buddy, hang on. Well, as he's reaching the water, I've said, in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, I baptize you in the name of the Lord. Boom, I get my hands on him. I said, man, you're a wild one, man. He got baptized. At least he got baptized. We don't care how it happens. Holy Spirit's given me a great message. Um, can I just say to you, we need to have expectation. People don't receive because they don't have expectation. Like, come to church with expectation. Go into the new year with expectation. They say people who make goals, 70% of those people, their goals are reached. If you don't have goals... And if you're just amber, oh, it's just another decade. Let's, yeah, I guess so. It's a new decade, guys. You're coming out into a new decade. I remember the 70s. I remember the 80s. God saved. I remember the 90s, raising family. I remember 2001, two, revival and church and building and each decade is so special, guys. 
Just say this after me. Lord, let me be rid of all my negative expectations, which often produce negative results. Let's expect great things uh, for the coming new year. Julie is right. In Psalm 126, verse 3, if I can have that, as we look back on the last decade, we should be with fondness. And I, that's what I was doing as we were worshiping. I was thinking back, Jules, on this last decade. And I'm thinking, thank God. Thank God he got us through the stuff we got through. It was a hard 10 years. It nearly broke me getting this building out of the ground. It, it, it did break me. God, God's into breaking you, by the way. Good breaking, not bad breaking. Good breaking. So... God got his way with me and, and, and he broke me down from all my formulas and all my pretense of strong faith and all that I was and could do in Christ. He broke me and I became his son. I became a child again in the Lord. And that was good because now there's more of him in me and less of me and all my success and all that I've done, and all who I think I am. Is that good? Is that good, church? The Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad to be alive. At the end of the service, we're going to anoint you, and we're going to anoint your vision. We're going to anoint your dreams. We're going to pray for a new year and a new season for you to hit the road running, and it's going to be awesome. You've heard it said, the glory has come. It's true. It's a soup. I believe Christmas is a supernatural invitation to encounter God. Let's be like Mary and say, be it unto me as you wish. Imagine being like Mary. Mary, being, you know, being, encountering an angel. You're going to have a baby. You're going to have a ministry. You're going to have a child. You're going to have a husband. You're going to have a wife. You're going to have a breakthrough. You're going to have healing. Be it unto me as you will. Who wants to be like that? So every Christmas, we need a fresh understanding of what this meant, Christ coming to the earth. And it meant the glory has come. Christmas is about the glory the glory that has come. What's the glory? It's his nature. It's his character. It's his goodwill. It's his peace. It's his supernatural dimensions and the weight of his glory when it comes. They call that the Shekinah glory. The Shekinah glory. That's when God sits on you and you're on the altar and God's doing some soul surgery and you just can't get up. And and you're in front of 10,000 people at the Presence Conference, Josh, and, and, and Phil Pringles laid hands on you, and boom, and you're a national TV, uh, aired to all the nations of the earth, and you just got the, the Shekinah glory resting on you. What did that feel like, Josh? It was crazy, but you had an encounter with God. All of a sudden, you realize that God had more for you than you thought. Father, we just say thank you for what you're doing 
in this house. Let me give you a couple of scriptures. I haven't got time to go right through them, but John 1, just to back up what I'm saying. And can I say that we need to leverage that glory, that glory that is in you, that glory that's been released through Christmas, through Christ, that glory that's been released. We need to leverage that in our world. The scripture says, John 1, 14 to 18. I can't read out the whole thing, but I'll just read out the first segment. The Word became flesh, made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Say grace and truth. Say grace and truth. Amen. Grace and truth is what we need. And then it says in Luke 2, 13, 14, and again, I'm cutting this scripture short, but it says, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill to men. We're actually believing as the church, as the believers, that goodwill will and can and shall continue to flow to the peoples of the earth, to the nations, and every situation that this planet is facing, we're praying that light and truth the glory will come. Can I hear an amen? That's what we're praying. That's why we pray. That's why we live a clean life so that we can have the glory resting on us and emanating through our church, emanating through our lives, displacing darkness. Can I hear an amen? Remember, Isaiah 60 verse 1 says, Arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory, say glory, say glory, of the Lord has risen upon you. Can I ask you something? Has glory risen upon you? Every Christian needs a fresh anointing on their calling to know the times and the seasons of God that reveal a special purpose. Listen to me. A special purpose God wants you to fulfill. Who wants that fresh anointing? Who wants that fresh anointing? Or are you just willing to do K Sarah Sarah? K Sarah Sarah. Whatever will be, will be. G2M Bay looks awesome today. Why on golf course? Oh, man. Oh, yes. Go back. The kingdom of God is not in retreat, guys. The kingdom of God is expanding. There's so much great news on the planet. There's so much great news. You need to subscribe to the God news. Forget CNN and Fox and whatever news you listen to. Listen to the God news and you will hear some great stuff that God is doing. It's time to triumph. It's time to have victory in your life. It's time to live the life that God wants you to live. And it's an exciting life. This is what Howard Thurman says. I don't know who Howard Thurman is, but it's a great, it's a great quote. When the song of the angels is stilled, they put the nativity away this morning. Pastor Julie did that. Oh, they put the ah, they they put the the toy soldier. Yeah, the candy man. And when the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the song and the princes are home. When the shepherds are back with their flock, the work of Christmas begins. Say, the work of Christmas begins. To find the lost, to heal the broken, 
to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among all men, and to make music in your heart. So let me use this narrative, crossing over from the old season to stake your claim for the future. I'm using the narrative of being trapped in Egypt 400 years. God's people were trapped in Egypt as slaves. And finally, Moses the deliverer was raised up, let my people go, and they were released through the Red Sea. Supernaturally, the Red Sea was open, and they went in. And the plan was to go into the promised land where all their promises were, but they wandered, wandered, and wandered for 40 years in the wilderness. Who knows that story? Remember this, Moses saw the promised land, but Joshua tasted the fruit in the promised land. Who's tasting some fruit in the promised land right now? Who's tasting? Warren, are you tasting? I just, man, anyway, we'll get there. We'll, 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 We'll get to Warren in a moment. All right, let's pray for this. Vision to be redefined and established. Let's pray for this. For the unlocking of supply lines for your future, for your assignment. I mean, I wish I could tease some of this out, but I can't. Let's pray crossing over to press into your promise. Who wants that? Just say, can you just give me an amen after each statement? Pray decreeing your land or boundaries and you will rejoice. Pray for developing an expectation for the future. Pray days of restoring, refining, redefining, and establishing vision. Pray warring for increase and the transference of wealth. Who wants some of that? Amen. All right, something practical for you, some takeaway, some takeaway. PowerPoint these, I hope they have. Five declarations for forward movement. If you're stuck, say stuck. Say forward movement. Say stuck. Say forward movement in Jesus' name. Can I say this to you? When you move forward, the Red Sea will open. Can I say this to you? When you move forward, like God said to Moses, just go, Moses. What are you doing? Move. I dare you to get off the floor. Where's that lyric come from, Garth? I dare you to move. Switch foot. I love this man. Ah, True disciple. True disciple. I dare you to move. I dare you to get off the floor and walk into 2020 and that new decade. I dare you. How? How? Give me something practical. One, adaptability. I will thrive no matter what happens. Two, hope. I believe the future will be better than the present and I have the power to make it so. <laughs> Three, faith. Say faith. I am thankful that God's promises and my past prayers are working in my life, my family's life, my community's life, my church's life, my nation. Amen. Four, forgiveness. Huge one, this one. My intentional forgiveness creates well-being for others and me. Someone dodge that bullet. I'll say it again. I just saw someone go. Forgiveness, my intentional forgiveness, creates well-being for others and for me. Five, long-term thinking. Jesus is coming back, could come back tonight, 
but he mightn't come back for 100 years, 200 years. I got my own feelings on that. I won't share them with you. Long-term thinking, my belief and choices are leaving a positive legacy for generations to come. Give it up for Ellie. She's done well. She listened to me. Can I say to you this morning, my time is running out. I've got to do it quick. God's not done with you yet. A couple of photos I want to show you this morning. Thank you. This is Warren Eckerman on the golf course. Can we have him? Yeah. Tell me when it's up. Podcast listeners, sorry you can't see this. Warren and I and Garth, we play a little golf and uh, we challenge each other. But Warren hit it into the, not the rough, but he hit it into the gully. Praise God, it was a dried out gully, but he found a branch to walk by. He's quite a skillful balancing guy. He's quite fit. And, you know, he's, he said, no, I can do this. Ordinarily, an ordinary person would pluck the ball, throw it back on the reserve. You get doctor point. But no, he says, no, I can do this. He's walked out on a branch and... He struck that ball magnificently and out it came. And his father, who's in the house, Dion, I think it is, chirped in. He said, "Uh, son, you should have read the map. Uh, (laughs) When you think there's no time left on the clock for your hopes, your dreams, your desires, you thought life would look differently by now. You've been knocked down and there's no way it could turn around. You just never know the intervention of grace that God can kick in with His supernatural ability to change the outcome of the game or especially the power of God to change your life through a miracle. Can I hear an amen? Even when it looks like the 11th hour, God has one more miracle in store that can change everything. And I declare to you this morning, God is not done with your dreams. God is not done with your ministry. God is not done with your kids. Who can amen that? Who can amen that? God is not done with your kids. God is not done with your career. God is not done with your marriage. And God is not done with you. In fact, if you're not dead, God is not done with you. Everyone's living? Good. We've all blown it. We've all had a rough season somewhere. And, but there's good news and there's even better news. God's the God that can turn all things around for good to those that love Him. Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. No matter how low you get, no matter how you feel, God can forgive you. Boom. He can forgive you. He can love you. He can turn your life around for glory. And I love this, Philippians 1.6. And for those people who did the pop-up group for Philippians, this was absolutely amazing. Paul says it to be true and he says in Philippians 1 6 in terms of God not being done with you Paul is saying through this scripture being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you 
will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. See, if you have received Christ in you, man, there is so much opportunity, so much opportunity for you to be blessed. I believe the great ability of God to bring your life around, He will finish what He started. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men. John 13, 7 says, Jesus answered and said to him, what am I doing? What am I doing? What what I am doing to you, you don't understand now, but you will after this trial. 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18, for our light affliction, which is not for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding internal wake of glory. Say glory. Remember, Christmas is about glory being released. Glory is in you. Genesis 5.20 But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about as it is this day to save many people's lives. Colossians 1.27 To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of His mystery, which is Christ in you. Hang on, hang on. What did I say? Which is Christ in you the hope of glory. See all that Christmas tree. Now imagine the nativity scene. Now imagine Christ. Now imagine the miracles. All that glory is in you. And you're trying to dumb it down. Let's be sensible about this. Let's put the decorations away now. Let's put them away because it's too glaring. It's too, oh, I'm not an, an extrovert. I'm an introvert. I can't be showing my Christmas tree of love and I can't be showing glory and I can't be man I've got to I've got to put that stuff away we got to pack it away we got to he wants you to man he wants you to glisten shine he wants you to shine on you crazy diamond shine on I, I didn't tell you actually that Warren actually came second I first time we played I beat him but even though he landed in a gully and though he balanced on a branch and he hit this incredible shot out of the rough and he ended up coming second to Garth uh, Garth who's the reigning champion in the North Wyong golf course at the moment uh, let's give it up for Dion uh, Warren's father who's from our caddy who played caddy for us God is going to give you strength I'm done God is going to give you strength to close the door on the past season Just use your godly imagination right now. Close your eyes as I say some of this stuff. I'm done. God is going to give you strength to close the door on the past season and open the door to a new one. Can I hear an amen? I declare to you now, and your strength is coming upon you, a fresh anointing. I declare to you, you will see the door. It's open for you and me. The angels hovering over the door. Take a stand at the opening. He has gone before you. You have been given the key. The Lord is the key. He has opened the door by His blood. He makes a way. You're the door, Lord. I declare to you, Step forward unafraid. 
God will give you revelation to advance. See? See? With the eyes of your heart, with the eyes of wisdom and understanding, as it says in Ephesians, open the, open the eyes of my heart. Lord, open the eyes of my heart to see the grandeur, to see the wonder, to see the, the greatness of your love on the horizon of my life, the promised land that beckons me into all that you have for me and promise for me in the book of life, the tapestry of life. Lord, you said in Psalm 139, 16, your eyes have seen my unformed substance and in your book, were all written the days that were ordained for me in 2020. How precious also are your thoughts to me. Oh God, how great is the sum of them to my family, my child, my children, my loved ones. You have taken account of my wanderings. Psalm 56, verse 8. This is for someone who's been wandering, wandering. You have taken account of my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Church, gather your faith, reposition your life towards the Lord. There is a path of triumph and victory in Christ. It's the narrow way. It's Christ. It's His destiny for you. Can two walk together unless they are agreed? Amos 3.3. Agree with the Word. Agree with the Lord. Agree with the Holy Spirit. Agree with your spiritual leaders. Acts 2.28. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of joy in your presence. Christ is the door by which men may enter and enjoy the greatest blessing provided by our God. The door is opening. Jesus says, I am the door. John 10 verse 9. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes not. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The shepherd gives his life for his sheep. Let's all stand. God bless you. Father in heaven, we walk into this new decade, into this new season with the, with the understanding that you have so much more for us. Father, as people move from their seat and walk to the altar, they are displaying faith head when we lay hands on you. As the Bible subscribes, I am praying a fresh oil anointing upon, the, on your visions and dreams and upon your destiny and upon your assignments. And I declare a quick acceleration of God's will and of God's breakthrough upon your life. So, Father, we pray right now. Everyone's praying in the house. Everyone's praying. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. 
For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3telgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon. Selfless faith to live like Christ for all our days.